Hello and welcome to Millennial Musings. I'm Gladys. And I'm Isabella. And we are just two opinionated millennials who sometimes make some dumb mistakes. And what we want to do here is to share our experiences and offer the advice we wish we had received. Let's start with the disclaimer. We are not therapists or life coaches and we have no actual criteria to be giving advice whatsoever. But we could be your new bestie or your big sister. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee and get ready for some millennial musings. We focus on different topics and try to answer three to four questions within these topics, each question being one episode. Last week's and this week's topic will be moving abroad. Um, This week's episode question will be, does moving abroad ruin your friendships? And yeah, let's just get right to it. So Gladys, would you like to start? Yes, of course. Should we maybe start with talking about, like, before we actually answering the question, do you want to maybe tell us what a friend means to you, how you would define a friendship? So I think of a friendship as a relationship where you're both actively trying to be in each other's lives. So I personally, I don't think of people as friends easily at all. It takes me a very long time to consider someone a friend. I also think, and I'm very passionate about this, and the people who know me will know this, I think we should normalize referring to people as colleagues or acquaintances or a friend of a friend. I think that somebody personally, I think someone that you've met twice or that you've had drinks with twice or a friend who is a friend of your friend is not your friend. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I actually think there are a lot of people out there, um, and I don't mean this with any judgment, but let's say you see someone only at work or you're in a sports team and you only see them Tuesdays when you go play volleyball. And like, that's the only time you see them. I wouldn't say those are my friends. Those are my colleagues or teammates because the only thing we have in common is that one thing we always see each other and that's it yes or when you have a friend in common and then maybe sometimes you do see each other quite frequently but then i feel like if there's no without without that mutual friend there's no relationship between me and that other person like we would never i would never reach out to them i would never suggest going for a drink with just them i would then why refer to that person as your friend then that's somebody you know (laughs) so yeah i i would say for me um the idea of friendship is quite serious and i think the older i get as well the more i value friendships what about you what does friendship mean to you um like you i would say a friend means a lot to me and like I already mentioned I can't call just anyone a friend some people are just work colleagues for example um and I also don't really have a massive group of friends like I have a close group of really close friends and for me a good friend is not necessarily oh my god necessarily someone (laughs) I speak to on a daily basis it's more like the fact that no matter how long we go without talking or seeing each other that when we do, everything just feels normal and like we have spoken yesterday. Um, maybe not when it comes to what I know about their lives, but 
the, just a feeling like there's no icebreaker needed or anything. The comfort just is still there. Um, and I actually have a really cheesy quote. Uh, I got sent a reel by a friend uh, on Instagram and there's a woman. And I mean, this woman relates this quote on dating, but I think it also can be used on meeting new people. And I'm just going to read this to you now. So it says, let me take a breath of air. <laughs> uh, it says, some friendships you have with other women, I think it doesn't have to be women, um, are so rich and profound and intimate that it makes being in relationships with men even harder because the standard the women have set in my life, the way they celebrate and see me is hard to match. And like I said, I'm not really talking about dating here. I just think my friends have set a high standard. So it's quite, and the connections we have, it's just hard to find with people. And it, it might also just be me not really giving people the chance to get to know me on that level. But that might just be because I'm content with what I have. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Ooh. I just thought the quote sums it up really nicely. That's very interesting, this quote, because this also reminds me of something that I've kind of been thinking about um, these past couple of years as well is, you know, I used to be the kind of person who was like, oh, I just get along better with men. Like most of my friends are men. Well, they were gay men, but <laughs> still men. Um, and I was always the kind of person who was like, yeah, I, me, me and women, I'm just not that kind of person who, who it, it just doesn't really work. And, and, you know, the dynamic in like female friend groups is just not great. And there's always jealousy and everything. It's like, I could not feel more differently right now because now, I mean, my best, best, best friend in the whole world is a woman. And now I feel like if you feel that way, and I feel like many women do feel that way to some degree. And it's like, you're missing out. There is nothing more pure and incredible than relationships between women. Yes, I agree. 100%. And I feel like, well, I also feel like the connection I have with my friends is so close because we kind of, we've been friend. most of my friends and I, except maybe a handful, I've known since school. So we've been friends for like, I don't know, 14, 15 years now. And it just worked. Like, I don't know. And obviously that's a diff different kind of connection than someone you meet and get along later on in life. Like if I would meet someone tomorrow. But, well, I guess it can still happen if you really click. I don't know. I just think it's something special and I wouldn't just call anyone my friend. I guess that's my definition. <laughs> Definitely, yes. But do you not also think one of the things that I find very interesting is that I dropped my pen, sorry. Even even if you have um different people who you and you you may consider each of each each person one of your best friends the relationship might still be really different or the way or the frequency um of like you guys being in touch of of or whatever i have friend me and my best friend we actually became closer than ever after i moved because we started sending each other voice notes all day every day and we <laughs> just tell each other everything like i'll go to sainsbury's and send her a a voice note that's like oh my god you won't believe how expensive cat food costs <laughs> tell each other everything the most ridiculous details we will tell each other and then I also have 
one of my best friends, Jonas, <laughs> who um, sometimes we don't talk for weeks. And then all of a sudden he will call me and we'll be on the phone for four hours and then it will feel completely normal. It's just strange how with some people you have that relationship where you just talk almost every day or almost every week. And then if you wouldn't hear from them for a couple of days, then you would find that odds. And then there's friends who, I don't know, that's just normal. But I feel like... I don't know still one of the things that I find the most because what you said about how then when you don't speak to somebody for a longer period of time and then it feels like no time has um has passed I feel that way sometimes but then I also kind of and especially now after having like moved abroad and everything do you not do you not think that sometimes there's also this thing of like if you only catch up every couple of months after a while it kind of becomes this thing of like you're just not really in each other's lives anymore that's something that I have found or that, that I sometimes kind of struggle with yeah I know what you mean but I actually well I think you just in their lives in a different way. Like I have most of my friends now we don't we are well we have like a group chat where we maybe send some funny videos every now and again or like if some bigger update happens it goes in there or if we plan a time where we could meet when we could meet again but sometimes I just don't talk to them for quite a while actually or I forgot forget to <laughs> reply to a voice note I'm actually quite bad with that but I'm getting into that later <laughs> um and I I don't know I don't feel like they're not in my life anymore I just know that they have a lot going on and that I have a lot going on and I just sometimes simply don't have the energy to send a message as bad as this sounds but I feel it can be quite exhausting and actually quite anxiety driving if you feel like I haven't texted in so long oh my god but then at some point I just got used to it I was more into texting everyone at the beginning I think but now I don't know I feel like it just the kind of the trust is there that even if we don't talk for a month it's it will be fine and we're not doing it because we're not interested it's just like there's a lot going on everyone's quite busy yeah 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 no that's true I definitely I definitely agree with that I would say one of the biggest challenges for me was and I kind of mentioned this um in last week's episode as well is that when you move abroad you kind of start a new life somewhere else but then, and especially when you move abroad completely by yourself, in many ways, your life is still in your home country or, or the country you moved from. In my case, Belgium. So my family and friends and my best friends are still in Belgium. Um, and now, of course, I've almost been here four years. So now I definitely have, you know, I've made really, really close friendships. I have a boyfriend. I kind of have a life here now. I have cats and everything I have, an, I have a nice life here but still many of my um best friends still live in Belgium and of course as I'm building my life here their life also continues over there without me and so then that means that for example when well when we when we meet up when they visit me when I visit them sometimes it, it can be a reminder of how 
how you're not part of their lives anymore to the same extent to the, or to the same on, on the same level <laughs> that you used to be um especially with friend groups i think and i have most of my friends are sep- sep- like one-on-one relationships <laughs> but then i do have some friends where it's a couple of people who also know each other and that i find the most tricky when you when you when you go back or when you talk to them and you notice that they are all have all been meeting up frequently and they have all these inside jokes and they already know everything about each other and then it's kind of like oh 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 yeah we haven't told you this and and then you're the last person to find out and and that's 100% normal and I know that I would be the exact same way if, if one if I was the person who was still in Belgium and one of my friends moved abroad that's just how it happens because you know when something happens and when you need to talk to someone you will just talk to the people who are physically there that's that's normal but yeah it's it's a it's this thing where and this is the kind of thing that I I try to um to remember this is that you're both on very you both have very different perspectives and it can sometimes be a little bit difficult to understand each other, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I definitely have to say when the first thing I had to get used to after moving is to FOMO. I was constantly, well, like you said, like like you, I have a few friendships which are just like individual friendships, like one-on-one. But then I have one particular friend group. And when those three were meeting up, I kind of obviously knew it. And it was like really stressing me out that I'm not there and I'm now going to miss out on all that stuff. But yeah, I just, I'm used to it now, obviously. And also everyone is quite busy. I don't even know how often they meet up now without me <laughs> um, as a whole group because everyone's just so busy. So I can't, it kind of also happened now that we actively have to try time for all four of us to get together not just me visiting them but actually that everyone has time but yeah the FOMO was definitely a big challenge um it did help though that usually they let me know that they wish I was there and that they miss me so that calmed me down as well and that's just something I have in the back of my mind now even if they don't feel like that anymore <laughs> I don't know but oh, that's yeah. really nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that I love that they did that <laughs> um yeah i mean yes definitely and also what you said earlier about um kind of having to like um about the the replying to messages and everything and that kind of stressing you out that's also one of the things that i have kind of made peace with is that like you cannot or maybe you can but then and then please tell me how you do this but you can't you can't have i don't know 10 or more close friendships and give all of them the attention they deserve that's just simply not possible um especially if like me for example you're the kind of person who needs a lot of time by themselves or a lot of time to recharge i need a i need a lot of time to recharge and that means not really engaging with anyone yeah (laughs) so um i think i think even if i would call a different friend every day then (laughs) you would probably i would probably just have to do that for weeks and then I would have called every well I mean oh this now this makes me sound like I'm so popular (laughs) (laughs) but no it's like every single day I see someone or I see someone's Instagram story or I 
you know, see or I think about somebody and I'm like, oh, my God, we haven't spoken in weeks and I really want to reach out to them. And, and then but you just you simply can't. You can't do that with every yeah. person. And that's also why I also think it's important to really think about what friendships mean to you and to also actively decide okay if this is somebody that you want to be a very that you want to have a very close friendship with yeah then at the end of the day and I do still feel this way it still means that you need to put in some work and both parties need to actively show that they care and I think that's the most important thing like I said with me and my friend Jonas it's very normal for us to not talk for a month that's fine yeah but I feel like the most important thing is then still feeling like you're both trying because he will all of a sudden maybe call me and be like hey I was thinking maybe I could come over for a couple of days is that okay and then he'll just do it and take that initiative and I think that's really important whereas if I, I kind of I think if you don't feel that way that's where it can get a little bit difficult yeah I agree I agree do you have any other challenges you would like to mention? Because I think everything I have noted down, we kind of went through. I mean, you already mentioned that just that you don't always know what's going on in their lives. Um, like smaller big events that happen in their lives, you might just be the last one finding out. And that's also just something I had to find my peace with. But that's all right. <laughs> it gives you actually more to talk when you then meet. <laughs> that's definitely true. Yeah. Yes. And also, and, and this is something that one of my friends said when he was here a couple of months ago and when he did visit me, he said, um, oh, and that's something that I want to get into after this. But he mentioned that like when we spend time together, because we are physically not often together, then you do actively choose to be together and to spend that time together. Yeah. I'd... So then you're both very much in the moment, I think. Yeah, I actually wrote down some positive impacts that the long distance can have on a friendship. And one thing that I wrote down was because a long distance friendship needs that extra effort to be put in. You just feel so much more appreciated by your friends because you know what you have to put in for this to work. So you know what they are putting in. For this to work so you just see yeah. how much they actually want you to be in their lives as well so that's quite of a nice romantic kind of part of the long distance friendship i would say it is kind of romantic yeah it is yeah and obviously what we already mentioned you just start valuing the quality over the quantity that's of the time that you're spending yes yeah yeah definitely um yeah something i also wanted to address was one of the things I find kind of challenging, and I'm um, interested to hear how you feel about this, is that, um, and this is not just friendships, this is, I think, relationships in general, because this also applies to, for example, my family. But when I go home for a while, so to Belgium, that is something that I find really challenging is, for example, I go home for, I don't know, a week, right? And then, you know, I start making plans with people because, of course, I want to visit people. I want to see people. And then before I know it, I have to visit about three people in one day to it, it's happened that I go home and I just go from one place 
to another and then i i'm almost so focused on like oh, okay oh no now i need to go there and tomorrow i need to go there and and it's almost not even fun. It's not enjoyable to... because it becomes a, no. you almost feel like you have to tick off boxes and then know exactly, exactly. What and you I mean. hate and I hate that and I really don't want to yeah. <laughs> I really don't want to feel like that. But then there's also a lot of I don't know, I can I can feel quite guilty about it sometimes because it's yeah, like of course. Well first first of all with my with my family as well, is like um and my family is small, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's about ten people. But even then That's I kind small? of feel like <laughs> I would say so. I would say it's more. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, then um, they they kind of live spread out <laughs> a little bit. Um, so that, well, in Flanders, everything is very, very um, close to each other, which can be a good thing. Also, not, not such a good thing. I'll get into that later. <laughs> but um yeah, so then it becomes this thing of like, okay, so where am I staying? Um, am I staying, I don't know, with my mom's side of the family? Am I staying with my dad's side of the family? Yeah. Am I then, when do I meet these people? When do I meet them? Then, of course, they all have expectations. They all expect me to visit them. But then when you're there, for example, for a long weekend, then at the end of the day, you're not really doing anything else but literally run from place to place to like yeah. make everyone happy and you still can't make everyone happy and that's the, the thing that I have realized because the second you post something on your Instagram oh, story yeah. you will have 10 people in your DMs like oh you're in Belgium yeah you're in Belgium people you forgot to tell <laughs> yes and it's like <laughs> and it's it it can be it can be difficult that's also why I very much prefer um if when people visit me well of course I love going home but I also love when people visit me because then like I said they're here I can actively just spend my time with them you don't need to um, rush you can focus on the time from, of the people who visit you yeah yeah I agree with that and also I mean for you it's even a bit harder because when you go to Belgium you have family and friends to handle I think I'm quite lucky in the sense of that some that some of my friends at this point some moved back but are living in Vienna which is about seven hours from where my family lives so I either just go to Vienna and see my friends or I go to the other side Freiburg <laughs> and um, visit mainly my family but now a few friends have moved back there so I can kind of mix that up a little because it's not too many um, but that already gives me when I'm there for a week like I make the schedule almost a week before I go there just so I know everyone is somehow satisfied. And then there are still people who I just didn't manage to really book in for long enough. And it sounds so like a business deal, but it almost feels like it does. It, it does. <laughs> it, I know. I know it can feel that way because sometimes I will just book two weeks and then I'm like, oh my God, this is more than enough time. I will have so much time to chill. Then I kind of start talking to the people I definitely want to meet up with. And then before I knew, I know it. Every single day is just full. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then, yeah. And then, and then after the, those two weeks, sometimes I'll be like, oh, okay, so I was staying with I don't know this person or that family member, and I didn't really spend much time with them. And so then I don't know. It's yeah. Sometimes it's it's a little bit tricky. I wanted to say something else, and I completely forgot. Well, maybe. 
it will come back to your mind <laughs> at some point during this episode. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, I know. Yeah. I wanted to say <laughs> what you say about um, Austria. That sounds like the dream because in Belgium, <laughs> every, there is not one place you can't get to within half an hour. <laughs> I'm, exa- I'm exaggerating, but where my family live, my fa- my family all live in, well, in well, or my family and friends live in, either they live in big cities or they live near big cities, and all of these cities are about a twenty minute train ride away. So mm. there is absolutely no excuse for me to be like, oh, I'm in my hometown now this week, so I can't possibly <laughs> go there because everything is so fucking small. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, Austria is quite um... small, but then I guess is is it. Here come for everyone out there. I have the geographical skills of a potato. Um, is it how big is Belgium? It's bigger than Austria. I'm gonna Google this now. It's not bigger. How than do you Australia? measure this? Just with population? Is it not? Belgium. If you hear weird noises, I'm moving my keyboard around. This was not Belgium far. is a very, very small country. How many people do live in Belgium? I want to say, uh, oh my god. 11.59 11. Yeah. million. Exactly. But yeah, that's right. bigger than Austria. <laughs> Austria, I think, has only 8 million, and I might have just embarrassed myself. Yeah, Austria has 8.9 million. Okay, but size Well, it's wise? just more people then, not, not more size. <laughs> no, you guys just have a lot, a lot of nature, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have some places where there's... I don't know. Still quite a lot of ground left, I guess. <laughs> not where I'm from. Literally every fucking square meters built on anyway um yeah so where were we but then also on the other hand there are some positives definitely um and you kind of touched upon some of those as well you realize how much the friendship means to both of you I think uh, when you're both putting in the work and when you both just make time for each other and when you both actively try to have each other in your lives I think that's that's definitely that's that's really nice um that's a that's a great feeling so that's definitely one of the the things that I have also learned to appreciate and then also um this was also one of my positives about moving abroad in general is that you grow you grow on your own and you grow away from that environment and maybe you grow kind of yeah you get your own space to grow and that can mean different things for your friendships it can mean that you start valuing them more and more it might also mean that you realize that maybe it's healthier to not be close to them and that is okay as well because at the end of the day friendships end just like every kind of relationship and that's part of life as well um and I really struggled with this <laughs> when I was younger and I was always the kind of person who wanted to be like no we need to be friends forever and of course that's what you want and that's the dream but I, I think sometimes that's just not how life goes and and sometimes you, you're just growing in 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 different ways yeah no i agree and i i mentioned this in the last episode as well just again about the time it was when i moved obviously 24 i was when i moved now almost 29 
And I feel like friendships would have changed in their time frame anyway, because we are, we were growing up, we were finishing our studies, we were finding the first jobs, we were just creating our own individual lives, and you meet new people on the way, like things just change any, anyway, if you're in a different country or not. Um, that just can make it harder to find time to talk, visit each other, etc. But, um, etc. I don't know why I said that. Um, but yeah, so even like right now, I made some friends at my previous job, and we are four adults with full time jobs. Three, two of them are also experts. Um, it is really hard, even though we all live in the same country, to find time to meet each other it is so hard to coordinate adult lives um so that's just a problem in general not just i mean the long distance makes it more expensive and a bit harder to plan but i think a lot of adults just struggle to just find the time 100 percent, yes that's the kind of the kind of stuff that just happens anyway even if you live in the same town exactly things happen you maybe i don't know you get married, you have children, you have a household, you have you have a job, you have so many things to do. And so whether you live apart or not, sometimes it, it, it is really tricky. It's really tricky. It is. Yeah. So would you say long distance has an impact on friendships? Does it ruin your friendships? Um, I would say it has an impact. I don't think it necessarily ruins your friendships. (laughs) I think it is a challenge when you move abroad. Um, And I think, again, it's not really something you can 100% be prepared for. Because me, for example, of course, realistically, rationally, I knew what that would mean. I, I knew that not being in the same country or in the same city as my friends would mean certain things it would mean that they would do things without me it would mean that that I would not be the first person to hear about everything anymore I knew that still we're all humans we all have emotions so sometimes I think it's normal that sometimes that that gets to you but then like we discussed as well on the flip side it really makes you value that time together so much more and it makes you actively take that time to I don't know visit each other meet up and then just show each other how much that friendship means to you so I think it changes it in a way it changes your friendships but I think the ones that you keep are a lot more valuable that is I think that is so true that's a really nice way to put it um yeah, I I agree. I actually wrote hell yes as an answer. Not to that it ruins your friendships, but that it, that it impacts your friendships. Um, and it can also end friendships. It doesn't need to be a fight or anything hurtful. Friendships can just fiddle out, I guess. Especially if there's not enough effort put in from both sides. And I do think I lost one or two friendships. But like I said, we didn't fight. We just kind of didn't really continue communication after a while and I'm sure if I would meet them now we could have a normal conversation we would have a drink we probably would laugh about it um but as of now we're just not really 
aware of what's going on in anyone's life. Um, no, and that's yeah. Sorry, but that exactly that's something I kind of I wanted to I wanted to say earlier as well is that um, the thing with friendships is I think of friendships as relationships, just like romantic relationships, only platonic relationships, right? Um, but I guess the difference is that with romantic relationships, most of the time you kind of know, <laughs> like either like you know what's going on, both of you most of the time know if you're together or not let's put it that way whereas with friendships it can get to that vague place where like you don't really know if you're still or you both know that you're not best friends like you used to be but then also nothing has really happened because yeah like I said earlier there's there's been situations where I took some distance there's been situations where the other person has end the friendship or whatever um and that's really painful yeah as well a that friendship can be, can be a can... breakup oh 100 but you don't it doesn't get the same attention and it doesn't and nobody will will treat it like that i think but it can be just as heartbreaking yeah it can be it can be worse i think sometimes um but yeah so then what was i saying well i just wanted to say that it's like I, I just I just summarize it that way. Some relationships can go the distance, same as romantic ones. Some can manage, and some can't. And it's the same with friendship, and that's okay. And I do think, yes, and it's not always one person's fault. No, Sometimes of course it not. Doesn't really work anymore. Sometimes you realize that you've become different versions of yourself, and they don't match the way they used to. Yeah, and on the other hand, though, I think moving abroad can also really give you some surprises like it can show you who really cares about having you in their life and there were some people where I was like I was not expecting you to be so interested <laughs> like not in a romantic way just like you're actually putting a lot of effort in I didn't know we were on that level um so that's really nice Ooh, like yeah, just a, that's the true. opposite that's effect true. in a way yeah but yeah should we move on to our advice section <laughs> Sure, yes. Cool. Do you have any advice you would like to share? Yes. So the first thing is just keep telling your friends that you miss them. It's nice to just have the communication because it kind of keeps that, like, trust is important. You want to trust that even though you haven't heard from your friends in a month, that they still love you and they don't want to just drop you. So I think it's just nice. Even when you don't have the energy to have a whole ass conversation right now, you can just send them a little message like, miss you or just send them a reel i mean we are in that era now you can just send a reel even when i haven't heard from someone and then i get the funny dog reel that's all that's all i need that's fine i know you that's what you, you still have me in your dm list that's good um and also uh it's nice to put in some extra effort like things you haven't done while you were living in the same town i started writing physical like just postcards to them not just for birthdays, but just every now and again. Just a nice little message. It can make someone stay. I've received a few postcards myself. And I never expect, like, I never expect them. I just check the mailbox every, I don't know, two weeks. And then there's just a nice message. And usually it's a day where I kind of really needed it. So that's a nice surprise. That's adorable. Yeah. I've I've sent Valentine's Day cards yes, to my friends. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's those things that make it special. And another thing 
is that I feel like if you have trouble finding time, maybe like what we did, the group of friends I'm in, we, I think in September decided, or maybe even, yeah, I think it was last September, uh, we decided that this year in July, you're going to book out a week and that's just when we're going to see each other and nothing can come in between. So maybe you just have to go to extremes and plan a year in advance, but at least you just have that time that you can look forward to. And if big things happen, but you don't have the time to just send a message, you at least know you can all sit together and talk about it. And yeah, I guess that's, oh no, I have one more. I wrote down to not be afraid of long voice notes. <laughs> you don't have to tell me no, that. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you have any anything um, kind of similar to what you said as well. I think, um, yeah, I, th I think sometimes it can get to a place where you both feel like, oh, we haven't spoken in a while. So now we need to, you know, free up our entire evening to then have a four hour session on Skype or something to, to catch each other up on everything. Whereas if you maybe just send... Who is using Skype? I, I don't know why I Sorry. said that. I'm, th I'm 30, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway um no so um where was i <laughs> no so if you send i don't know a short message exactly or something that you or an article that you read that made you think about somebody and you just send them some or something random happens and you're just like oh my god i just saw this on the street or whatever and it made me think of you and if you just kind of keep keep sending each other these things, then you just stay in each other's lives and you just both are reminded of how much you still mean to each other. And it doesn't have to... And I, I also think it kind of avoids that anxious feeling of, oh, I haven't replied to their message in four weeks or, oh, I haven't really... I, I really need to send them something or I really need to reach out to them. But now... I need to because I 100% relate to this after a while it can it can feel very it can feel like a like a task almost right like oh now I need to have the energy and and have and actively make time to reach out to them whereas if you just kind of spontaneously sometimes keep each other in the loop then then I think it doesn't have to always be that but also I really agree with you schedule things just book literally just book things i have book dates with one of my friends so uh we both read we're both trying to well actually no i i still have my reading goal he kind of gave <laughs> he very wisely i would say um just dropped that whole thing because he felt like it gave him more stress than <laughs> than it was actually worth which i do I, I i kind of agree with that but still i still want to reach my reading goal anyway we um we meet up at least once a month and then we just both, we just have a video call and we just talk for a bit and then we just read both of us and we just have a glass of wine and we just keep the camera on and it's very nice and it's just a very, it's yes. very cozy. And we, every time we do that, we also pick a date for the next one and then of course things happen and, and it can be that one of us can't make it, but then we immediately pick a different date. I think leaving it up, to, being like, oh, let's, do that when when we Let's both have see. time you yeah. won't have time you will never have time <laughs> so yeah. yeah i did actually i did actually write down as well take the zoom facetime calls just as serious as meeting someone in person 
don't just think it's like a secondary thing yes it's like a little piece yes, of the device exactly yeah. yeah but about those calls like um i have one friend who i'm on the f we mainly communicate when we're on the phone um like you said there are different types of friendships some you just text some use noise notes and some you're on the phone with and we are we are on the phone sometimes for like two three hours but we actually haven't talked for one hour <laughs> like we're just both cooking eating she might be writing her bachelor thesis like this just which is on the phone we, we have stopped talking i've been in the bathtub with her on the phone and we haven't talked even like it's just nice to be connected in some way i guess <laughs> that is so true like you said as well yes i have for, like yeah like my best friend we send each other voice notes all day, every day. I don't think we have ever had a video call. Oh, yeah, once when she had a job interview and she needed to check the technical um, stuff. That's when we did it. The one and only time we ever had a video call. We just send voice notes every day. Then there's people who I never send voice notes with or rarely. And then we just sometimes we will just have a four hour call. So, um, yeah. Yes. I have friends that I've been friends with for 15 years, but if they would call me right now, I would think someone has died. Oh, yeah. Or I would be very nervous of picking up the phone because I just simply wouldn't understand why they are calling me. Because <laughs> that has never happened. <laughs> you know, yesterday, oh, this is yeah. a side note, but yesterday, so yesterday little, little background story, but, you know, my boyfriend was here. You guys met for the first time. <laughs> kind of Oh, he's, he's virtually. so cute. Um, and so he went for a walk and I put well out of habit i put the like the the latch on the door and then he of course couldn't come in because he had the keys but yeah the chain was on the door so he tried to message me but i of course wasn't replying because we were recording our episode and um then he <laughs> he was like he said that, uh, at some point he was like okay i've been here for 10 minutes now I will have to call her i will like i there's no way i can i can i can enter this flat i will have to call her and he actually felt weird about it because we have never had a phone call. <laughs> and I was just sitting here and all of a sudden I saw that he was calling me. And like you said, I was like, what on earth oh is happening? Why am I getting a phone call from this person? <laughs> I, am, exactly. I am not a phone call kind of person. No, I think there's like two people I have phone calls with, but they are planned if you well one of those friends sometimes we just call each other to see if someone if we have time because we both like to go on long walks so that's just spontaneous but everyone else who calls me spontaneously i'm like you could have sent me a message why are you calling me do not call me spontaneously <laughs> do not do oh, not no. you sometimes press the wrong button i think in whatsapp and then i had a missed call from I you know, and i was like that happens sometimes. Calling me? <laughs> this must have been I a know. mistake there's there's oh, a God. there's a couple oh, well. of people who when they call me I will pick up. Um most of the time I'm literally looking at the screen waiting for the call to end. Like <laughs> just, just I know. Honest. And then you just wait that uh, one hour and you text them, sorry, I just saw you call me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does it. I'm oh, sorry. God. Everyone does it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Okay, so, and on this note, we want to introduce a little section of the podcast, um, which is just a minute or two, where, because Gladys, as she mentioned, she's a little book nerd, book geek, and I love my movies and TV shows. Um, so we thought at each episode, at the end, we like to give some recommendations related to the topic we have talked about. Um, should I start with mine? Yes, please. 
Okay, so while I was writing the notes for this episode, the film, and I haven't watched this in ages, um, it was a real throwback, but I just had to think of the movie The Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. It's a movie, well, it was a book first, I think, but I didn't read at that age, so <laughs> I could read, I just didn't like it. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you know the movie, but it's about these um four 16 year old girls they've always lived together they've always been well not together but in the same area they've always been best friends since birth basically they all were born around the same time i think that's how the movie starts and then they're 16 and there is a summer and everyone does something different one goes to a football camp i think the other one goes to live with her dad and um, one of them goes to greece because her parents are from greece um and the other one just stays in the town and each have their own thing like they all have their own thing going on but the one thing that connects them is this pair of pants that at the beginning of the movie spoiler they buy and while they're in the shop they realize this they all have quite different bodies um and they realize that the pants fit them all so they decided to buy this pair of pants and then send it around with a letter and I just had to think about this film. I'm not sure if it has a nice ending though, because I almost feel like they're not that good of friends in the end. Anyway, the friendships, the friendship goes through changes. Is yeah. it? It's Blake Lively and America Ferrera are in it, right? I think so. Yes, and Rory from yes. Gilmore Girls. Yes, they're all quite well known now, but um, it's a cute movie. It's a throwback. I might actually watch it sooner than later but it's just what came to my mind i think i might have that book but i've never read it maybe now i kind of want to <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> not unlike most of my books um now i kind of want to read it yeah you should okay um well and i have two books because when i think about friendship there was one book I read and you know how, you know how these book, like the endorsements on the, on the cover, on the inside of the book, sometimes say things like, this is a, a punch in the gut and this will change your life and this will blah, blah, blah. And then usually yeah. you're like, okay, this is very dramatic. And I actually didn't really feel that way. <laughs> this book did something to me. <laughs> My favorite book probably that I've ever read um on friendship is called reunion by fred ullman it's very short it's only a hundred and a couple a couple pages oh my god sorry is it yes the one you read it that yes, you recommended you to it. me oh it's such a good book so it's about uh it's two children they meet they become friends and it just describes friendship and platonic love in the most innocent in just the sweetest, most innocent, tender way. It is so beautiful. It's set in Germany during the rise of the Nazis. And then you kind of, well, no spoilers, but <laughs> you find out that one one family, one boy is Jewish. His parents are Jewish. One boy, um, his parents are Nazis. And their children, so obviously they both don't think that their parents are bad people. And so then you kind of see how that impacts this very innocent friendship and that ending yeah. that last page i could not and i mean it's it's not rare for me to cry i cr i cry all all the time okay <laughs> i can't i can't watch anything or read anything without crying but this book 
for days I couldn't think about that last page without crying <laughs> it oh, is yeah I remember you convinced me to read it it's heartbreaking it's so good um and then a bit of a, a light to read and I know that we've also both read this everything I know about love by Dolly Alderton oh yes love me some Dolly yeah, we love Dolly. Um, so it's her memoir, everything that she learned about friendship. Well, it's not just fr- it's not just friendships, is it? It's love, work, basically, Dating, everything. Ev- yes, everything. Um, and so she, yeah, she talks about her life, her life, the things that happened to her. But through throughout the book, the main theme is her relationships with her girlfriends. And I just love that because I think yeah. that's not we we don't have enough books or movies or TV shows that focus on platonic love. Yes, so one hundred percent that would also be my recommendation. And for those who don't like reading, they actually made a series out of that book. Oh yeah, yes. So you can watch that. It's called like the book everything I know about love. Uh, and yeah. yeah, on this note, I think that was episode two. Yes. If you're still here, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for musing with us. I will say this every time now because I love it. <laughs> Again, if you have anything you want to share with us, if you have any stories about your friendships related to moving abroad or not, feel free to message us on our Instagram. We will put the Instagram account in our show notes but the name is we are millennial musings all written in one line no gaps no underscores nothing and yeah i hope you all enjoyed this and we'll be back next week exactly thanks for listening bye bye